Well, good morning and welcome to our Saturday team call. This is Senior Master Coordinator Jennifer Glacken, and I'm going to be your moderator and host for today's call. The call might sound a little disjointed. I've got a couple of uh, housekeeping tips that we need to go through, and then I will be walking us through what our next book club is going to be, and I'm going to give you some highlights of that book. That's what we're going to talk about today. So I just want to remind everybody about the upcoming Team Black and Leadership Summit that's going to be in Chicago in January. It's going to be on January 18th. I know going to Chicago in January is not everybody's top um, item that they've wanted to do, but there's some great speakers that we've got coming in. And so I just wanted to let everybody know we finally have everything finalized. Um, Jeff Pearson from the Home Office will be there. Apparently there's going to be a couple of additions and fun things that are going to be shared and, and added to um, Shackley for January, so he'll be there to explain all of that. Dr. Daggy is going to be Skyped in. He's going to be doing a half-hour Shackley difference presentation for us. So we just nailed that down the other day. So I know many of you remember Dr. Daggy. He is a fantastic resource as far as the Shackley difference. He was on our medical advisory board. He was on our team of scientists. And unfortunately, as he's gotten older, he wanted to have some time with his wife and to be able to travel. So he is um, somewhat set back from doing, uh, from working directly with Shackley, but he will do calls and different things. So we're really excited to be able to get him to be on the agenda. Um, we have Nicole Andes coming in from out in L.A. She's a part of our team, but she also works in social media. That's her corporate job. And so she's going to be teaching and training a little bit on how to use social media to most effectively build your business. And it's going to be very hands-on. We're actually going to be doing things during her segment, not just learning about it. And then last but certainly not least, Jason Tyne is coming in to speak. And Jason is actually the president of Bank Code for the direct sales arm of that business. And so Bank Code is a book. I know I've mentioned it a couple of times. It's about personality styles. And it's really about personality styles and how people buy. So not just about how people react in situations and how to talk to people, but really about language to use when you're trying to help somebody make a buying decision, when we're trying to close them. And so he'll be there teaching and training on that topic. They'll also have the books there for sale. And there's going to be a couple of folks coming with him to do a lot of role playing. And the people coming with him are actually part of our Shackley team. They, um, Jory Fisher, some of you know Jory. Um, she's been a part of our Shackley organization for years. And so she actually is a bank code trainer. And so she'll be there and she'll be able to help and share some of the information and how it relates directly to Shackley. So if you want to come to the, the Leadership Summit, we really encourage you to go over to glackenhealth.com on the events tab and you can get your tickets there. I also want to just let everybody know that all of the GLAC&U materials have been updated with all of the Prove It Challenge information and all of the new stuff that came out at our global conference. All the webinars have been re-recorded. The entire uh, PDF of the binder of materials is all done as well. Now, we've got a couple of things coming up, and I know everybody knows this, but it's never too early to think these things through. We have Thanksgiving coming. We've got Christmas coming. And with Thanksgiving, there's a Black Friday. Um, I know that that's not as uh, prominent as it used to be years ago when we didn't have all the internet stuff, but there's also a Cyber Monday, Small Business Saturday. There's just a lot of things that we can use to really go out and market to our customers and to our business partners to help generate some sales during these last two months of the year. And I've had people say to me, my goodness, you know, with the holiday season coming up, people don't want to buy and, it, you know, I don't want to have events. But most of the master coordinators, I'm going to, I shouldn't say most of the master coordinators, a very large percentage of master coordinators started their businesses during the holiday season. Um, that's been a statistic that's been around for a long time in Shackley, and it's been really interesting to see and, and have people talk about when they got sponsored. But people are looking for something different. They're looking to make lifestyle changes. They're looking to make 
wealth changes as we roll into the end of this year, and especially as people go through the holidays and they overeat and they overindulge, and then they're looking back and saying, my goodness, I need to get my health back on track. And a lot of people are looking at the end of the year and saying, am I financially where I want to be? Have I reached my dreams this year? Did we do the things as a family that we wanted to do? So what better time to offer people a solution? Um, if it's the, the sick care, if people are involved in sick care, we can help them go into well care. And that's obviously the mission that Shackley is on and the mission that all of us are partnered on. But it's also really important to look at the business side and what we're offering people from a business perspective, to really be able to tap into um, what they want to change in their life, what type of a direction do they want to go in, and how Shackley can be the vehicle to make that happen. So if you put your business hat on and you think through ahead of time, there's a lot of things that you can utilize that Shackley's put together. And one of those things was the holiday guide. And so I know that there's a bunch of folks on the team who have already printed off the holiday guides and have already sent those out to customers. If you're thinking about doing any type of a little special, you might want to be thinking about that now and what you want to do. And don't forget that Shackley will be coming out with a protein, a Life Shake flavor that's going to be a holiday flavor. So just be, be prepared for that to come out soon. Now, one last thing I want to share, and then we'll dive into the topic here for today. Um, there was, I was doing a coaching call this last week, and one of the ladies was sharing with me what she's actually saying on the phone to people. And I should have had her come on today and, and didn't think about it until the last minute here when I decided I wanted to share what she was talking about. So maybe we'll get her on a call in the future here who haven't purchased in a long time. She's been calling people who maybe you would consider sort of dead wood in the organization. You have people who haven't bought in a long time. She's just been asking them if they want to make any changes in 2020. Do they want to make any health changes in 2020? And then she's sharing a little bit about her Prove It Challenge testimonial. And she's also asking if there's anything that they want to change as far as their lifestyle in 2020. She's had some good engagement. She's had some good conversations with people. She's actually reengaged a couple of folks who had not been buying in a long time, people who said, you know what, I would like to lose a little bit of weight. You know, I would like to get my health back on track. And so she had some appointments this past week with people who had come off of this dead list, so to speak. So don't hesitate to think through making phone calls to people and just asking that question. Do they want to make any changes in 2020? It's a great conversation starter, and you might be surprised at what people say back to you. That's also a phrase that you could use if you're going to do a messenger message, possibly even a text for some folks, because I know some of these folks you haven't talked to them in a long time, they need a phone call. Okay, I promised you that we'd get to the topic today, and so what we're going to do now is we're going to talk through this book that I had picked up, and it's called Tribes, and it says, We Need You to Lead Us. It's by Seth Gooden, or Godden, I don't know how you actually pronounce his name. He's a very famous author. I should know how to pronounce his name. So what I'd like to do is walk through a couple of the things that jumped out at me. The, the, there were actually four things that jumped out at me that were pretty powerful here, and I'm going to just read you a little excerpt and talk a little bit about that. But we're also going to do a book club on this book. It's a, it's a fantastic book, and it's really very relevant to what we're doing in Shackley and what we're building. And we're going to start the book club on November 19th. It's a Tuesday, and that will give us five Tuesdays before Christmas, and so we'll have five book club events and we'll record them so if you're not able to actually be on the book club but it's going to be with this book tribes we need you to lead us by Seth Gooden or God okay so the first thing that he talks about in here that that really jumped out at me was discomfort and so I'm just going to read a segment here to you he said leadership is scarce because few people are willing to go through the discomfort required to lead the scarcity makes leadership valuable if everyone tries to lead all the time not much happens it's discomfort that creates the leverage that makes leadership worthwhile. In other words, if everyone could do it, they would, and it wouldn't be worth much. It's uncomfortable to stand up in front of strangers. 
It's uncomfortable to propose an idea that might fail. It's uncomfortable to challenge the status quo. It's uncomfortable to resist the urge to settle. When you identify the discomfort, you found the place where a leader is needed. If you're not uncomfortable in your work as a leader, it's almost certain you're not reaching your potential as a leader. So I'd like you to think about that in terms of shackling. You know, it's uncomfortable to pick up the phone. It's uncomfortable sometimes to make that list of names. It's uncomfortable to have fishing holes to add people to our list. It's uncomfortable to talk about money. It's uncomfortable to talk about people's health sometimes. It's uncomfortable to talk about what people aren't achieving and accomplishing. So there's a lot of places in Shackley that we can step into leadership when we push ourselves through the discomfort. And so how are you pushing yourself through the discomfort of building your Shackley business? Are you doing events? Um, one of the leaders in the team yesterday did her first Facebook Live, and so she was very uncomfortable doing her first Facebook Live, but she did it. She pushed through the discomfort for herself to talk about things that were really vulnerable to her, which was a powerful step in her business and in her growth as a leader. And so it's just important that we think through where are we uncomfortable and where are we pushing ourselves through the discomfort so that we can lead and lead well. Now, the next piece that he talks about in this book that I thought was really powerful was the easiest thing. He said the easiest thing is to react. The second easiest thing is to respond. But the hardest thing is to initiate. Reacting, as Zig Ziglar has said, is what your body does when you take the wrong kind of medicine. Reacting is what politicians do all the time. Reacting is intuitive and instinctive and usually dangerous. Managers react. Responding is a much better alternative. You respond to external stimuli with thoughtful action. Organizations respond to competitive threats. Individuals respond to colleagues or to opportunities. Response is always better than reaction, but both pale in comparison to initiative. Initiating is really and truly difficult, and that's what leaders do. They see something others are ignoring, and they jump on it. They cause the events that others have to react to. They make change. So in terms of your Shackley business, where are you initiating? What are you initiating? Part of the reason why I talked about we've got Black Friday special potentials, we've got the holiday season coming up. How can you take initiative and come up with something cool to share the Shackley full picture, the company, the products, and the opportunity over this holiday season? What can you do to initiate some change in your business and in your organization? What is going to happen that's going to trigger you to initiate. And I really thought about this for a while because I thought, you know, where do we all initiate in our Shackley business? I think sometimes we react and we respond. You know, Shackley puts out a special or Shackley puts out a new protein flavor, for example. I'm all like, oh, okay, great, I'll react to that or I'll respond to that. Instead of saying, you know what, I've got some ideas about what's going to really drive my business forward. This is the area that I want to focus on in my business, and this is how I'm going to do it. And I think we just have to sometimes take a little bit of planning time, take that time to step back and really look at our organization, look at our team. Who are you trying to attract into your business and how are you making that happen? Where are your fishing holes so that you can meet the type of people that you're looking to meet? Have you ever taken the time to write down exactly what the type of customer is that you want to, to attract into your business? And what are the types of business partners that you want to attract? You know, I, I, teach this in Black and You, it's the last homework assignment is for people to write up their ideal customer and to write up their ideal business partner. But so often people miss that step or they skip that step because it's a part of the last class. 
But when you design your business, you're taking initiative to create what you want to create instead of letting it happen to you, instead of letting just whoever comes to you come to you, you create and design what you're trying to build. Another section in this book that I thought was powerful was something that he called Stuck on Stupid. So this will be interesting, right? He said his colleague Gill likes to quote U.S. Army Lieutenant General Russell Honore, pointing out that too many people get stuck on stupid. I'm imagining that your colleagues aren't stupid, but when the world changes, the rules change. And if you insist on playing today's games by yesterday's rules, you're stuck. Stuck with a stupid strategy because the world changed. Some organizations are stuck. Others move quickly. In a changing world, who's having more fun? I think this is really important because especially with all of the social media things that have happened, you know, you think about social media, and I've had people on the team say to me, well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to participate in social media. Well, if we're not participating in social media, we may be stuck on stupid. We may be stuck in the way we're going to build because the world has changed, whether we like it or not, whether we want to operate the way the world is operating these days or not is up to us. But if we want to thrive in our business, if we want to thrive out in the world socially, if we want to thrive in how those businesses are really building these days, we have to be a part of social media. And as scary as that might be for some of us who maybe don't do a whole lot on social media, I'm still trying to figure out the whole Instagram thing. I feel like I kind of understand Facebook and I use Facebook far more than I use Instagram. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, and so I think all of us have to put ourselves out there. We've got to step out of our box, and we've got to figure it out so that we don't stay stuck on stupid, so that we aren't the organizations that are stuck, but we're the organizations that are moving very quickly. We have to be nimble. We have to adapt as the world is adapting. Who knows? By the time I figure out Instagram, it could be a whole other social media platform. I know some people have talked about Snapchat and all these other things that I've never used. I know there's a TikTok thing now with videos. I mean, the world is changing very quickly. Are we changing with it? Now, network marketing is a person-to-person business. The very best thing that we can do is talk to people one-on-one. We can communicate with people, ask questions, identify needs, really learn from people what's going on for them. That's ideal, and we have to get to that place with people. But sometimes it's going to start from a social media post. Sometimes it's going to start from that interaction going back and forth through Facebook Messenger. Sometimes it's probably going to start on Instagram or some of these other platforms. But it's really important that we figure out a way to communicate with people through social media and then take it offline. I've had too many situations here lately where I've had somebody on the team send me a text message and say, how would you respond to this text? Well, there's too many questions that need to be asked. It's not a good texting conversation back and forth, back and forth. It's just so much faster to pick up the phone. Um, I was doing a coaching call the other day with someone on the team, and she I was going back and forth through text messages with somebody to try and place an order. And finally, she just picked up the phone, and in less than a minute, she had all the information she needed and was able to place the order very quickly. But if she had gone back and forth and back and forth through texting, it was going to take forever. So we have to utilize the current world that we're in and and utilize social media and understand how that works and utilize it. But there's still nothing better than that person-to-person communication. So we have to know how to get people offline as well as we have to learn how to utilize the online techniques. So hopefully that makes sense. I'm not saying not to do online stuff, and I'm not saying stop calling people. It's a combination of both so that we can really maximize what's going on in the world today, but also maximize our conversations and really understand where people are at. 
Now, the last piece that I wanted to touch on in this book was called The Elements of Leadership. And Seth says that leaders challenge the status quo. Leaders create a culture around their goal and involve others in that culture. Leaders have an extraordinary amount of curiosity about the world they're trying to change. Leaders use charisma in a variety of forms to attract and motivate followers. Leaders communicate their vision of the future. Leaders commit to a vision and make decisions based on that commitment. Leaders connect their followers to one another. If you consider the leaders in your organization or community, you'll see that every one of them uses some combination of these seven elements. You don't have to be in charge or powerful or pretty or connected to be a leader. You do have to be committed. When I think of Roger Barnett on the Shackley stage at our global conferences, the charisma that he has, his ability to communicate, his ability to paint a picture of a vision and a mission that Shackley's on is really astounding. I wish I could have Roger at all of my meetings, especially if he were live at all of my meetings, because he would do a fabulous job of painting that picture of our mission. But I have to tell you, folks, every single person on this team can do exactly the same way or can do exactly the same thing in your own way. All of us have the ability to paint that picture of the vision and the mission that Shackley's on. All of us have the ability to communicate very clearly why we're a part of this company and what we're building with our team. It's just a matter of stepping back and thinking through how you want to communicate that. And it goes back to what I said just a few seconds ago. What are you building? Who's going to be in your tribe? What business partners do you want to partner with? What customers do you want in your organization? A lot of us think, well, gosh, I just want to build my team with anybody. And really, as we do life and we move forward with the people on our team, as we go on trips, you know, for many, many years, as we meet in global conferences, we have a lot of fun. We, we build a team and a tribe and a community of people that we want to spend time with. We can be selective with who we partner with. I'm not saying, you know, you don't have to have somebody on your team right now because maybe you're trying to build your team and you're really looking for anybody on your team. But really, the more specific you are and the more you really do design who you want on your team, you'll find those people. You'll know exactly what you're looking for, and you'll go out and you'll find those people. And get, get crystal clear on the mission of Shackley. You know, we talk, and Roger has talked about being on a mission to transform sick care into well care. What does that mean to you? How is that impacting the people that you're in community with? Have you ever experienced sick care yourself? Do you have somebody in your family who's experienced sick care and you wish you could have helped them transfer over to, to well care? I saw something on Facebook here late, um, I think it was actually this morning, of Tiff Zinn in Shackley, and she was talking about her grandmother who was in sick care and was told that she only had a, a short period of time to live. And by using the Shackley product, she's now been alive a lot longer, and she's moved into the well care side. And so you just you think about those stories that would resonate with people, that we can you know, go, go out there and communicate really how our products and our opportunity changes lives. There are so many people who have transformed from a business perspective. Don't forget those stories. It's easy sometimes to get caught up in just the health stories and the health benefits of the Shackley products, but so many people have transformed their lives from a business perspective. I really don't know where I would be if I didn't have my Shackley business. My Shackley business is my career income. It's something that has transformed my life and given me the ability to live the lifestyle that I live. Communicate clearly to your people. Let them know what your vision is, and you will attract a tribe who wants to go on this mission and on this journey with you. 
So don't forget, we're going to start our book club on 11-19, so November 19th. It's a Tuesday. We're going to do it at 12.30 Eastern time, so just calculate out for all of the different time zones. Hopefully 11.30 Central time works for folks and 9.30 a.m. Pacific time will work for folks. I, you, know, you can't pick a perfect time for everybody. I'm hoping that that sort of that lunch hour window might be able to attract the majority of folks would be able to come to that. If you can't make it, we will record it. But get your book. It's called Tribes. We Need You to Lead Us by Seth Godin, Godin, Gooden, G-O-D-I-N. And just make sure that if you want to participate in that, that you get the information. I'll put it over on the Team Glacken page. I hope everybody has a fabulous Shackley week and a fabulous Shackley day specifically today and this weekend. And we'll be here same time, same place next week. Goodbye, everybody.